This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, do I have to tell you that it has been an even bigger honor than usual to have on our show during mm-hmm. this incredible 12-1 and season, one of the stars of the Eagles, the great Jason Kelsey is with us right now. Hi, Jason. Hey, Angel. How are we doing? Jason, I got to tell you, every Tuesday I'm watching the news, and you're always somewhere in the community. You were at George Washington High yesterday. Is that right? That's right, yeah. What was that? What was going on there? Uh, a um, foundation or a couple of foundations were merging and they were announcing their new branding that uh, my foundation partners with. It's called Heights Philadelphia. It was formerly called uh, Philadelphia Futures and Stepping Stone and they merged together to form a new entity uh, to uh, be able to impact more kids. And, uh, you know, they do a tremendous job. They set up cohorts. They set up uh, these, uh, uh, these programs so that kids can realize uh, Futures in education, uh, futures in occupation, as well as uh, uh, providing mentorship and support for um, for the kids needed. I gotta just say, you Jalen Hurts was on one of these yesterday, and all I keep thinking to myself is how much the Eagles give back to the community. You guys do a phenomenal job at that, Jason. You really do. I appreciate that, Angela. We, we've, I mean, I think Philadelphia has done that for a long time. We've, I've had a lot of former teammates uh, that kind of showed me how important that is. The city of Philadelphia certainly shows you how much they care about the Eagles, so I think that that makes a lot of uh, the players in the locker room uh, really become embedded in the city, especially the longer you play here. Absolutely. I, I, let me throw you in the deep end of this latest controversy we got, Jason. Uh, Michael Parsons comes out and he says, it's not so much Hurts this year, it's the system. And part of it is you. I think he said they got a great offensive line, lots of weapons, great running attack. Um, how much of it is Hurts and how much of it is the system? Well, it's both. You know, I think I never understood, like, the, the system. Like, who cares? It's It, it works, and he's playing really, really well. Um, I think, uh, you know, when Kobe Bryant came and talked to the team, he used to talk, he came in, he's, you know, people like to hate on Phil Jackson because all he did is had great players. You know, well, who do you want him to win with? We want to win championships. You want to win championships with a bunch of uh, you know, third and you know, you know, third, third foot rate guys. Like you, you, you got to have good players to be successful. Um, so I think Jalen. Obviously, we do have a good team. We have a good team across the board. But you cannot deny uh, the greatness that Jalen has played this year. At. Whether it's the system from the coaches, whether it's the the system with the players around him. 
all of that is, you know, he's still got to go. End of the day, he's still got to go out there and play well. He's still got to go make great throws. He's still got to make great decisions. He's still got to be a game-changing quarterback with his legs and in the air. And um, his ability to do all of these things has allowed our offense to be more dynamic than most offenses in the NFL. His ability to make good decisions and not turn the ball over while also making explosive plays and pushing the uh, ball down the field has given our team uh, a really highly efficient offense. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, everybody's going to make these arguments. People have agendas. People want other people to be MVPs, whatever the reason is. Uh, but as far as I'm concerned, you can't deny how great of a quarterback Jalen Hurts has been this year. Well, that's a great answer, Jason. I just, my only follow up would be you've been playing football a long time. Have you ever played with a quarterback who had a better season than Jalen is having so far this year? You know, obviously the big um, connection would be Carson in 2017. And Carson, I mean, people forget Carson was having a, a hell of a year that year. I mean, he was up for the MVP candidate as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's hard to compare year to year. Uh, but I think Jalen is having probably – I just think our offense is probably – uh, slightly better this year, but that might be recency bias. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty good both years since the other guys won the Super Bowl. Uh, I, I got to yeah. ask you, Brandon Graham, he's the defensive player of the week in the NFC. Yeah, you are having a phenomenal year. You guys are both significantly past 30. What's the secret yeah. here? How, how are you able to still play at this level at your ages? What's the secret? Well, Brandon's still a freak of nature. Um, and that helps. Um, you know, obviously I'm not as fast, strong, or powerful as I was when I was younger, uh, even just, you know, a couple years ago. Um, but I still have enough of that. And I think as you play and you, and you, and you gain experience, you know, you gain little tricks, you gain little – your techniques, you know, um, I, I really think I kind of wish I knew now and played the game now um, this way as when I was, you know, 27 years old. Because I, I think back, I'm like, man, I would have been so dominant back then if I just would have played with this type of hand placement and all of these things that I have to do now. So, you know, I think uh, – you know, we for me, I've been surrounded by great players, and I'm surrounded with a great coach. And I think Brandon would say the same thing with Fletcher Cox and and all of these other horses up front on the defensive line. And and you know, when you're surrounded by a lot of other great people, so that teams can't just scheme against you, um, you know, that makes you play better. And uh, when you have coaches putting you in great positions, the way Shane Steichen and uh, Jonathan Gannon are doing for. Uh, is doing for BG, you know, all of these things culminate into guys having great years. You know, it's not just about how great you are as an individual. So I think all of that kind of goes hand in hand. Makes sense. All right. Now, listen, you mentioned Steichen. You know, he must be tired after all these games. So I made the game plan for him. Let me run it by Jason Kelsey. You got 10 to, Jason, you're in Chicago, Windy City. You got 10 to 20 mile an hour winds. The temperature's going to be under the freezing mark the whole game. Let's run the ball. Are you with me? 
whatever we need to do to score touchdowns. I, I'll always, I'm always in favor of running the ball. I just want to win, and I just want to score touchdowns. Well, I, I, that Sanders kid is doing pretty well this year too, isn't he, Jason? <laughs> He's doing great, and I and I've been particularly happy for Miles because, you know, obviously last year was a rough year for him. He didn't have any touchdowns. I don't know. I, I mean, how many starting running backs in the NFL do a full year without scoring a rushing touchdown? Um, and this is a big year for him personally. So, uh, you know, I'm, I've been really happy with you know, how he's handled it, how he's how he's kept his head down and just keep moving, just keep trying to get better, been patient, waited for his opportunities, and uh, been prepared when they've come up. And, um, you know, he's running better than I think I've ever seen him run. And, uh, you know, it's happening at a great time for, for him and our team. So, Really, really happy for Miles. I do, too. One last thing. Now that you are officially a recording artist and a best-selling one at that, Jason, when you're out at all these different community events you go to, does anyone ever ask you to sing? Um, I have been getting that quite a bit, and I have to inform them that I am not a uh, professional singer and won't be singing, but um, <laughs> it kind of started last year with the, uh, with the uh, Star Spangled Banner, but I don't know who would have heard that. Uh, and wanted me to sing more, but regardless, <laughs> we got it's it's fun, you know. And, and you know, hopefully, uh, people realize that uh, you know there are a lot of people on their album that I didn't really have to do too much of the heavy lifting on. It's a great album, and I, that you know, it's coming back to that uh, "No One Likes Us" song, Jason. It's starting to come back with all the CSPN <laughs> stuff. We may need to do a another version of that song soon. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Jason, thank you as always, man. Keep it up. We love we love what's happening this year. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Thank you, Angelo. Appreciate it. Jason Kelsey. And now that record, uh, it's so back-ordered now. People are still ordering it, even though they are being told out that they will not receive the Christmas album mm -hmm. until February. <laughs> well, well they don't want to give it as gifts. Right, you know? the parade. Right, but it's like no, they're there giving you, you a certificate now that you can put in a stocking or something for the album, even though you will not have the actual album. It's it actually just vinyl. It. It's actually vinyl. No, it's vinyl. It's only vinyl. I believe it's just vinyl. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. It's real old school, but they they have like a hundred thousand. They all sold out, and now they're back ordered, and you can get a certificate saying that this is good for one. But you might not get it till February. Till 2023, Christmas. Can you download it? There's always another Can't Christmas Can you download coming, it, though? Right? So right now, there are yep. songs available on yeah. Spotify. There yeah. are some available. Yeah, it's just... Every it's week, they release another exactly. one. The vinyl's just a cool gift to yeah. give. Yeah. And, yeah. and I believe that once it's, like, officially all done and dropped, that they'll probably put it on. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is my allotter. If he released just a, a oh album, yeah, he's so good. He's fantastic. Uh, he's got an amazing voice. Sure does. And Lane Johnson is really good. I have an alarm set for nine a.m. tomorrow. I right. couldn't get it the first time. I missed it the second time. It was in my car, and now a third time. I'm gonna try tomorrow. And Jason Kelsey, let me tell you something about him. He's a fine center. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you Joe's are just wow. out of no, control was, this morning. You know, the way I said that was cool. Yeah, Master you're smooth like he's broken a, glass. He's a fine center and a great singer, and Kylie, I, his wife, I is listening, so I she's going to come for you, buddy. Kylie is probably also Jason's third on the album, let's be honest. Mylotta <laughs> and, and Lane are a little Different bad. styles. He's little a styles. Willie Nelson kind of, you know. 
Willie Nelson can't sing. What do you mean he can't? What are you? That's terrible. Don't even say that. No, that's sacrilegious. That's unbelievable. That's un-American. Yeah. You go. Oh my God. That's the worst thing you've ever said in thirty years. Would you like me to? My God. I can do Willie Nelson. What the hell? Right. You want me to do Willie Nelson? No. Don't even go there. That's like he's like. Don't do it again. Jeez, Louise. You don't even. Ow. Ow. I'm Willie Nelson. How do I sound? My goodness. I can't think of a single Willie Nelson song. It's the worst thing a girl can hear after kissing Willie Nelson. No. (laughs) All right, 822 is your time. Ava Grave is here with an update. In fact, we're going to change the question, Ava. What's the final read on our first one? Well, it is brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Minor fender bender or major accident. Armin Chevrolet's collision center will make it right. Find your roads at ArminChevy.com. Do you want the Sixers to trade Joel Embiid? 86% say no. All right. He told Yahoo Sports that we did. Trolling. And he is not. Uh, do you think I fell into that trap, Rhea? No, you did not. I'm impressed with you. No, it's not. She's lying again. <laughs> Ouch. She has decided to lie on everything I ask her the rest of the day. Good. But make I, it easier. I sniffed that one right out. That was not even sincere. New question, Ava. Which Eagles coordinator would make the best NFL head coach? Gannon, Steichen, Clay. Steichen. Not uh. even close. Steichen. <laughs> what do you got, Ruben? This is a job you did. I got Steichen. He's got uh. Steichen. Yeah, that's true. Rhea. Gannon. Uh. Gannon? Gannon. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like him to go. Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan <laughs> Gannon. Right, she yes. just lied That's not the... <laughs> Your credibility is zero today. Yes. Ava. It's Steichen. Uh, uh, let me get this. I just got to get this in. So, Ruben, what I've been doing now, literally every week for the past two months, and we'll probably do till the end, is interviews. Lots of interviews. Yeah. And I did one yesterday with this guy. It was a very good interview. This guy's name was Eric. And, and he asked me a question, and I realized, no, this is a great question for Ruben Amaro Jr. Because he said, is the media doing sports in this town as tough as it used to be? Not even close. No. It's not even close. All right. So, and then I started to reflect on our show. And I realized that in 1993, that was truly the angriest any team has ever been at any media I've ever been around. <laughs> Jim Fregosi, you were on that team. Jim sure. Fregosi hated us. Darren Dalton hated us. The hatred on Macho Row toward all WIP people was through the roof. Except they used Kurt that Schilling. energy. They used Except that, for what? Kurt Schilling used to call us. But they hated Show. They, they used that energy. Come. They used right. that energy to to fuel them in a lot of they, ways. It helped. It was yeah. us against the world thing, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we were nastier then. We were more. Uh, we kept more you, aggressive. More aggressive. Yes. So what changed? How do we become less that when we didn't intend to be? Uh, I, I think our ex-mayor and governor, basically, I mean, it's Maybe. the wussification. We just, of our society. everybody just kind of softened yeah, a little up a little. softer. Right? A little nicer, a little softer. All right. I don't want to be that. I still want to be Well, you're mean. not that soft. <laughs> I'm not that soft. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, when the, will the next show that replaces us, since they were not upset by Micah Parsons, oh, God. will they need reuse to yell and scream? No. No. No, no, they'll do some well, yelling and need, screaming. Do you th- but will it be on the issues that are important, like hating the Cowboys? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Don't worry. Because you know what? If nothing else works, uh, Joe Wechter's prepared to <laughs> brandish a cattle prod, oh. and he'll use it. Because those guys, Al, did not think the Micah Parsons thing was bad. Mm-hmm. Now, you've heard James Seltzer eat his words. Yeah, yeah. Where's the camera? I want him in He's here eating next. a bagel. He's eating a bagel. He'll He's be in later. Yeah, he, he, will be his, in? he dropped his bagel. I had to go get James didn't eat his words. He actually just agreed with you just to get out of the room. All right. Well, uh, but Joe will will Joe come around on this? Well, I doubt it. All right, and 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 I'm not even asking. Rachel. Yeah, John is. Yeah, John. Stanford. You can't handle him. Can't really do Stanford. There. <laughs> they think they're better than everybody else. He'll outwit else. you. What's that? He'll outwit you. All right, but honestly, between you and Richie, yeah. who got more out of that Stanford education? Oh, Richie did. I don't think so. Yeah, you're on my side today. I don't think so. <laughs> Let me go to Joe next. Hi, Joe. Good morning, Ange. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Joe. What do you got today? Okay, I, this has been such a fantastic run uh, since the start of the season, and we're just enjoying every game of it. The yep. bad news is, after come February, we're just going to have the Flyers and the Sixers, and Tortorella's got to have like the patience of Job to put up with this, and... We are expecting better things from the Phillies because of how the season ended. They need to up their game, too. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, they've training. already upped their game. One thing I learned over the past 33 years, Joe, is if you're going to retire, retire right after the football season because there's a couple of months in there that are not great. Yeah, <laughs> Especially agree. with a Flyers team, Al, that can't win. Can't just, wow, they just can't. Uh, Al, is that hard to do those post games every time? Yep, it is because it's the same. It's like you play hard and you just can't score. You can't finish. Yep. So what do you say when you're on there? That they play hard and they can't <laughs> finish. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but now sometimes you Different got like, ways. Really like 45 ways. minutes, maybe an hour. Well, I mean, it's, How do you stretch that out for an hour? Well, there's a hockey game. So, I mean, I like watching. That's why when the Sixers were bad, I'm right. like, Look, I'm a, if I'm a basketball fan or a hockey fan, I watch because I like hockey or basketball. You're just watching the game. I'm watching the game. Something's going to happen. There's something crazy going to happen. Right. That's every, why you're a sports fan. Yeah, yeah, every single game. It seems like it's whatever the they're paying you, you're really earning it this year. That's all I'm saying. Uh, not really. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, who are you dying to meet? Ready, Ange? Yep. Cindy Webster. Oh, that oh, can be a oh, rain. No. All right, oh, Joe, no. Joe, stay on hold. All right, let me just... Al, this what? is happening more and more. What? I'm Puts getting, me on the spot a little. I'm getting it? emails. I'm getting emails yeah. from guys out of nowhere, Al, who are saying, before you leave, is there any way you could introduce me to Cindy Webster? Yeah. I don't get it. Al, that is a incredibly intelligent, sweet, beautiful woman. Who? And, and Cindy. Oh. Not talking about me, Al. And, and Al, she has not... She has not had a serious boyfriend in years. So they're not serious? No, no. <laughs> and, then, and here's the thing. So I went to, I, I forwarded her one goofy. of these guys that said, please introduce me. I think we yeah. got something well, maybe here. she's happy. And she said no. Yeah, because she's happy. Why would she want, why do you want to make her miserable? Because, Al, maybe there's a man out there that's her soulmate. Oh, stop using that term. That's the most disgusting term I've ever heard. What are you talking? That's soulmate. Al, come on. Break soulmate. You She's met a sweetheart. Cindy. Leave is, her alone. Is Cindy a catch? She is. She's a sweetheart. Well, why is she not open to it? Because she's smart. <laughs> Thank you, Rube. And then it becomes a question of, us? is she not open to it because I'm involved, or is she not open to it even in a dating setting? 
What if she meets a guy at a cocktail party and he bowls her over? No, that's good for her, but she she's not gonna take anybody from your uh, angle. <laughs> she's very Please smart. Please believe it. My angle. What's my angle? What are you? You're not, you're not gonna help her. You're, your friends aren't gonna help her. My Anybody friends, associated no. with you is not gonna be someone that she's gonna want to match up with. Wait a minute. I and me alone makes him not at all available. For, no, correct. Yeah, that ruins anybody's appeal. Also correct. It's gotta be Ring somebody out. in Vineland. Yeah. Boys, <laughs> stop with Vineland now. Albert, earlier in the show, pointed out that Vineland is the birthplace of the term moron. moron. You with me, Rube? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, is, is what he's saying true. If I were to acquire a guy yes. that might be a soulmate mm-hmm. for anyone, mm-hmm. the odds of it happening are zero because I'm the guy that's the middleman? Bingo. I, <laughs> I think they'd be great. <laughs> Another lie. Oh, Jeez. Jeez. Imagine oh, three, you're three away from the record. <laughs> Sean's on the line. Hi, Sean. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ange. How you doing today? I'm great, Sean. What's on your mind, pal? So first, I want to respond to Micah Parsons and his nonsense. I'm with you, Angelo. I take those kind of things personal. I'm going to use anything, motive, any motivation to put somebody on their butt on the field. And Micah Parsons, like, he just shows... The class, he, that, it was classless, the statement. Like, he's a fellow football player. He's doing, he's playing, it hurts, I'm talking about. He's playing well. So when you ask, when somebody's asked about him, even though it's on an opposing team, you give a classy answer. That was a classless answer, and it made no sense. No, he but here's the thing, Sean. The original comment, it came out of nowhere. They were just, he was talking with Von, Von Miller. That's one thing, right? right? But then he was asked repeatedly. He had an opportunity to back off it. And he did the opposite. He doubled, doubled down, down yeah. on it. Yep. He doubled down on it. Sean, there's no question he was out to insult our quarterback. How am I That's not supposed I to react to that? It's not right. I agree. That I kid agree. has been, Sean, you've been watching football a long time. Have you ever seen a quarterback have a better year than Hurts has had so far? I mean, the transition from last year to, to this year is amazing. Like, he made leaps and bounds in improving. Like, you can see every bit of the work that he put in on the offseason pay off on the field. Like, it's super obvious. Like, Michael Parsons has his head up his butt. I'm with you. Sean, give me somebody you're dying to meet. Hey, um, so somebody I'm dying to meet is LeBron James. Oh, but hey, LeBron Angelo, James. what? One more, one more thing. Can I give a quick shout-out to the 13U Army Eagles? They're the only 13U team in Philadelphia to go down to Orlando, Florida and win the AAU National Championship. So I just want everybody to give them a big round of applause and shout them out. The boys play six games in seven days. One day they play two games. I think it's amazing. I just wanted to give them a shout-out. All right, that's not allowed on our show, Sean, but it's too late. Congratulations. Congratulations congratulations to you and uh, those fine young men. All right, anyway, uh, let me just explain to you, because these people that said no big deal, including my friend Glenn Macken, where the hell's he at? Why isn't he in Crow today? He tweeted out it was nothing. Is it just me? Yeah, Glenn, it's just you. You and a couple of the sycophants that listen to you here at WIP. But anyway, let me let me just you gotta understand. So Parsons made the thing, it's a system, it's not the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Then he reiterates it. Here it is here. Can you say that if he's not leading statistically or uh showing it any top five category? Like is that an MVP based on? I think off wins. Of, I think because wins. I would say 
the Eagles defense will be the MVP. Number one in quarterback rating at 108.4. It's, yeah. called, it's called Google, Micah. Try it once in a while. He Com- didn't even have his stats right. No, completion percentage. Not in the top five yes. based on what? But he completely understands. He yes, understand. he, he gets then, football, though. This, to me, was the biggest insult. <laughs> yes. He then took a guy who was the final pick in the entire draft, who had a very nice first game with the Niners, and then immediately put him in the same league Disgraceful. with Jason uh, with Jalen Hurts. Listen to this. Brock. For Niners is surrounded with talent. Debo, Ayuk. Crazy. Um, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Kittle. Uh, Kittle. So, that, now you see Williams. Are, are we going to say, is Brock's an MVP or is it the team? That In that case, that's the team. So if we look at the Eagles, is it Hurts or the team? It's Hurts, you dumbass, and the team. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get Tracy up here. She'll put him in his place. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Do you Everyone? hear this babbling idiot? He, he, exactly. He's he's an idiot. Um, it is disrespectful. He sounds like a moron. Um, did he look like he understood football when we played them? Or did he look completely clueless out there? He didn't do a thing. He did nothing. He looked lost. He looked like we, we, we shut down the, uh, the game plan on how to play him. It looked like the Texans learned from that because he looked like that last week, too. And he didn't have his <laughs> facts clueless. straight. He said the guy's not leading in any categories out of the top five. He's got the best quarterback rating. That's all the categories. He's number one. But here, here's a couple things for you. Clearly, he would rather have people focus on his stupid comments than his play on the field. He doesn't want anybody talking about that or anybody rolling. He has not played great the last two games against two inferior clubs, yes. Keep going, Tracy. Rip them more. That's that's called deflection. Let's not talk about what I'm doing. Let's talk about what I'm saying. And by his logic, I'm using that term loosely, by his logic, if he thinks his team is so great, then shouldn't his quarterback look at least as good as Hurts? You're with him. You're right. it it, It doesn't make any sense to me because my question would be for him, so is it your quarterback that sucks? Or is it your whole team in your system? Which is it? That would be my question. Tracy, I would like you to debate him. I believe you would win that debate. <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you would. Tracy, who do you want to meet? You know I want to meet Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. No. You know, I gotta, we, we got to do that. Tracy's always driving Angelo, up from Atlanta. No, I'm, we can't. Because then we have, to, we have to do it for everybody. I, I know just, I, Tracy's awesome. She's a great fan. But then... What's going to happen when the next person calls you up? I don't know. I won't retired. be here anymore at yeah, that You'll point. be retired. You won't care. That'll no. be your problem then. It's not going to be my problem now. Tracy, I got people <laughs> working on this right now. Not Believe me. me. <laughs> Believe Cindy. me. I got people working on it. Well, maybe not Cindy after this thing with the boyfriends. 215-592-9494. When we return... Brandon Graham is the NFC Defensive Player of the Week, and he only got 29 snaps. Hmm. How the hell did he do that? Is it the system or the team? (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome back at 842. Now, if you were listening early in the hour, I asked Jason Kelsey how he and Brandon Graham were doing it out well into their 30s. Because they are both major contributors to this 12-1 team. And and he said that he wished he had the wisdom at 34 that he had when he had the athleticism of 24. Yep. Right now, he mm-hmm. said, if only I knew then what I know now, yep. I could have really, really been something. Well, he's something. He already is. I was just asking Ruby because 
Brandon Graham is 34. I know. Brandon Graham is a man who may be having statistically his finest season. On last Sunday, he had three sacks in 29 snaps. Great. That is any force to fumble on one of the sacks. And to be able to do that with that few, Al, that's about half the snaps he got when he was getting every snap. <laughs> and he's got three, he's at eight and a half now. And his life goal in the NFL was to hit double figures. He's never done it. He did a nine and a half. Yep. He had an eight and a half before. Now he's got another eight and a half. When I'm watching that game Sunday, one of the things I'm dying to say <laughs> yes. is 55 standing over Justin Fields, sack number 9.5. He's fast. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he is Justin fast. Justin Fields. But you know what, Rhea? That also does give you opportunities. Sometimes he doesn't see them come. Yeah. He's still looking for and a way to run. he did practice yesterday with an illness. Yeah, so. I know he did, yeah. and I, that's kind of interesting. It's something we, could, should, we should monitor. But I got to – guys, I got to wonder how he's doing it. Yeah. So Ruben Amaro just informed me, Al. Do you know how old Ruben was when he retired? Uh, 32? Three. Close. Three. Three. Oh, Thirty-three. Three. And you knew at 33 that you could not do the things athletically that you could do at 23 or 28. Correct. And I didn't have a whole lot of mileage on me either because I didn't play that much. All right. But still, you were not as fast? No. Did you have as good? How good were your reflexes at 34 versus? They were, they were okay. They but were not okay? the same. But no. Not the same. No. So how, can you explain how Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey are doing this? Brandon's coming off Achilles surgery. And a total rehab, and he's having one of his best years. How do you do that? I think it's genetics, number one. And I think the other part of it is that the, the way guys train in this day and age is, yep. you know, and yep. their movement, their ability to move, they train differently. They do th- different stuff with their core, their hips, than, than we ever did, and and, uh, and and it's really effective. Remember the complaint we always used to have about the Eagles medical staff? You don't hear that as much anymore. No, Maybe you don't. it's something they finally got right. I Again, think they that, probably Again, did get it right. That was one of the things yeah. that Howie was doing, I think, yeah. during the course of that sort of hiatus he was on for a right. couple of years, was working on you know how what, what best practices can we have? What can we do medically? What can we do in a variety of ways? And that was one of them, I think. There's a free agent out there. He's 34. Yep. And uh, you're the GM of a baseball team. Yep. You're looking at him? I am if he's uh, on a real short deal. One short year, deal. two year. Yeah, That's sure. it. Yeah. But when you're seeing these deals now, they're going 8, 10, 12, 13 years. Rough. Back end of that deal, they're way past 34. Well, you're buying for the first four or five years. If you get the, the kind of quality that you think that you're going to get out of that guy, it really is supposed to like carry for the next, you know, the, the four or five years then later on. And, uh, you're taking a hell of The back end, you're, you're going to regret it. Yeah. You're going to no, no regret doubt. it. That but, you're not getting that. But most guys aren't even going to be around. Those GMs aren't even going to be around, though. Maybe oh. even the ownership may not be around during that time. So they're doing <laughs> this for today and their own security. I think part of it. That's that's certainly part of it. Okay. I'm with you. Nate's on the line. Well, Nate's seen somebody. Hi, Nate. Hey, Ange. Who'd you see, Nate? I'm on live. Uh, I saw Lawrence Taylor. You mm. saw LT? Where was LT. this? I'm in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Hard Rock, Hard Rock Seminole. I saw him at the bar last night. And he came in? He was sitting down with his, uh, this his wife. Me and my wife came in. So I asked one guy, I said, is that the best defensive player in NFL history? He said, yes, of LT. All right, hold I'm on, with- Nate. Uh, I just I don't want to get you in the middle of this. Uh, some would say it's Reggie White, but it's one or two. Right? Either he or LT is number one. I'm with you. But keep going. Let's hear more. Actually, I said linebacker. My fault. I didn't think defensive player. I said best okay. linebacker. All right. That, so no argument. So Definitely. We're walking, up, we're 
were walking up to the bar, so I'm looking, looking. So the guy was like, just keep it down. I guess he didn't want no people to know. So my wife, of all things, I'm the Eagle. We're all Eagles fans. We opened up her shirt. She got the Eagle shirt on. I turned around and opened look at my wife, told LT, look at that. He looked at me and gave me a Philly middle finger. I love no, it. Was, no, no. Yeah. That's awesome. No, Nate, Perfect. hold on a with minute. With a smile on his face? What are he supposed to do? With a smile, with a, with a LT smirk, like he just sacked the quarterback, gave him his middle finger. <laughs> I, I just looked like I was in awe. Like, I'm like, that's the second. I know Marvin Harrison personally. We all went to Roman Catholic together. So that's the second Hall of Famer I saw in person. I'm like, this large Taylor, like. Are you serious? They gave me the middle finger. <laughs> Nate, do you realize you have a story to tell for the rest of your life that LT flipped you off? That's pretty funny. Yeah. Me off in the center bar in Seminole Hard Rock in Fort Lauderdale. We was at the center bar. I saw the earring dangling. That's what caught my eye. I All right, but that. Nate, hold on. There's one thing now. All right, let's just say it wasn't LT and it was some other guy who was drunk. If that and you, but it, he looked just like LT. Could you could you beat him up if you needed to? No. All right, hold on. You're, I, I heard. Hold on, Nate. I heard your wife in the background <laughs> laughing at that. Is that? Yeah, she's laughing at that. Get used to it. Why she's laughing? Because you told me fighting. I'm a landlord. I got into a fight with a tenant last week. That's why she's laughing so hard. So oh, okay. All right, but yeah. I, you sound like you could handle yourself if you need to, right, Nate? Born and bred North Philly. Come Call on, he's North Philly. He could take yeah, care sure. of LT if he had to. <laughs> he looked like he still can play. <laughs> uh, Nate, what a great story! I love it. Who would you love to meet if you could meet anybody? Oh, uh, he's passed away now, Muhammad Ali. All right, Ali, and I met him. I, I think you did too, Rube. Is that right? Did you meet I Ali? Met him really, I met very him once. briefly. Yeah. It was, it was, met him. I was in awe. The thing about Ali is an aura around him. He uh, met yeah. everyone. He was everywhere for so long, and uh, I have luck. I met my all-time idol, uh, Will Chamberlain, but it was I was even more overwhelmed when I met Ali. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, what a man. What a great, great ambassador for sports in our country. Eagle Shirley's on the line. Hi, Shirley. Hey, good morning, family, friends, Rube. Hey, everybody. What's up, Cheryl? All right, Cheryl, you better not say what it says on that screen. You don't care that Parsons dis- disrespected your quarterback? Dude, this this guy is a straight nut. You, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm talking right now from someone that grew up in North Philly. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, I love my Eagles, love my sports, but listening to their conversation, one, he wanted the information out there. Two, he knew exactly how far to go. Yep. Three, he's not going to talk great about another quarterback. When he got his quarterback, he he would have he would get in more trouble seeing how great Hurts is than the opposite. So the opposite, he's good, he's good, and it was a little setup in there for him from Ron Miller that asked that question. That's why they was laughing because he know he couldn't give out the answer that he wanted to really give, saying how great Hurts is. He started around everything but that. No, so, no, he he brought up. Brock, a, a guy who is the last pick in the draft, and use him as a point of reference. You can't do that, Shirley. Jalen Hurts is having the greatest year I have ever seen a quarterback have in my life, and you cannot say anything negative about that man and attribute it to a system when it is he and he alone who is making those great decisions under duress. Exactly. You're right. 
You're right. Absolutely right. But he was not going to say it. That's why they was laughing. Vaughn Miller knew what he was doing when he asked him that question. He knew exactly what oh, he was Von saying. Oh, Vaughn Miller no. didn't ask the question. You have it wrong, Shirley. Yeah, it's the other it way around. It's the other way around. He brought it up. He brought it up. He asked Miller, and then he answered his own question. worse. Miller was not looking for trouble. He went out of his way to cause it. Right, so even even with that, he wanted to bring that up. He wanted to be in this conversation all week long, leading up, because this is going to go take us to the Dallas game. This is going right. to take us all the way up to the Dallas game, and he's going to be front and center because of what happened, how he got his butt whipped when we played them, and he feels salty about that. At the end of the day, what can I say, what can I do to get – um, everybody ticked off, especially Philadelphia fans. All right, it worked, Don't then. talk about hurts. But Cheryl, hold on. Uh, uh, you are I. You do you realize you are the most religious person I know in my whole life. You're the most religious, and I want to know what you're going to do about Christmas Eve. How are you going to? Are you going to have people over? Are you going to somebody's house? How are no, you going to handle having, a big game on Christmas Eve? We're we're having a. Uh, our Christmas Eve little gathering on that day on purpose because, and we surrounding it around the Dallas game. So oh, the nice. Dallas game, the Eagles Dallas game is our focus. So we gonna have light dinner, and that's gonna be our Christmas, you know, our Christmas. But we're gonna celebrate it on that day. So I need to fill it up the Eagles. And I heard um Jason Kelsey, and that's who I would love to meet him. Oh my gosh, he's, yeah. he's such. Uh, I just love that man. I would love to meet him. But what what they doing this year? Can't nobody sit and deny that that ESPN stuff. All, all of that is to get their names out there, even more so bigger than ever. They sit in their homes and they saying, "Look at this man. Look at what this guy's doing." But they don't want to acknowledge him because he's been through that. He's been through that for so long. He done got used to it. So I told Joe Wechter, I said, you know who he remind me of? Denzel Washington and that movie Safe House. You got to go watch it. If anyone did not see that, you'll see how cool, how cool uh, Denzel was, no matter what he was doing. That's what hurts doing the field. I'm going to, I'm going to price some, uh, some time loose in my schedule to see if I can watch that. I'll check that out. Cheryl, here's the thing. That game Christmas Eve is a big deal in my life now. Isn't it to you too? It's a very big deal. That's why I said that's our focal. That's that our focus day. point. I we, like we Christmas Eve. We focus in everything around there. So whatever my son and my family got to do, y'all better do it early because when that game come on, ain't no running around talking. Ain't none of that stuff going on. Or yep. don't come over my house. You 100%. Know, just give it. I love, Ruben Amaro wants you to give him one. Who? Ruben Amaro Jr., the former GM of the Phillies. Oh, well, you, you said a long name. I didn't know who you, you said. Ruben Teller, you want one. We need one, Cheryl. Give me one. I got you, baby. Oh, my goodness. Let's go, Lottie Dottie, everybody. Jalen Hurts, MVP. You better believe it. I love y'all. Eagles all day long. Let's get this win. God bless. God bless you, too. I was just thinking of the two scenarios. Two scenarios. Eagles win on Christmas Eve. All right. I may go out caroling. What <laughs> I may I may go out to neighbors' homes and sing, you know, like deck the halls and stuff. Why? Because I'll be in a, an amazing mood. You have to go house to house now to ruin people's you have lives. To walk no, down the go out, you ring the doorbell. They come to the door. Then you start a silent night. You sing to them. 
It's Carolyn. Why are you going to sing oh, Silent Night off of an Eagles win over the Cowboys? Well, whatever. You know, deck the halls. <laughs> going jingle bells, yeah, deck the right. halls. But here's the thing. Cowboys got run over by a reindeer. If the <laughs> Eagles lose the game. Right. We're not talking about that. It would be a horrible Christmas Eve. Yeah, my most of the people in this city, mm-hmm. their holiday this year is contingent on the success of the Eagles in that game. Do you realize that? Well, I'm sure it'll be all right. Don't what are you them. doing? What's Am a I Al Morganti Christmas Eve? Well, I always watch True Romance. <laughs> I watch the movie. <laughs> are you, you still really? going to watch it after the game? Yeah. Oh, are he's, he's not the watching the game. Are you watching the game? Uh, what time is the game? 425. <laughs> Two one five. That's why do I why do I try? Yeah. When we return, a man who knows more than we do. The great G Cobb is up. Lots of your callers in the nine o'clock hour hot seat. Don't go anywhere. WIP Sports Tech.